0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zin for a spin. Zin nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: The way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from two to six Eastern, eleven p.m. to three a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeart Radio app by searching FSR. <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: It is the Ben Maller Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I am Eddie Garcia. He is Brian No, Ready to talk a little football, a little gambling, and whatever else we have to discuss here. In for Ben Maller, driving the show on my own. It takes me back to my driver's education days. Maybe we'll talk about that. A little bit later, but uh, Brian, as you like to say, we had some ball. <laughs> I'm not really sure I'm into that the way you describe that. Really? Yeah, we can talk about that. We don't need to, okay. st- we don't need to start off talking about that. Okay. Uh, but we did have some preseason NFL football to discuss, and we will. Uh, but we need to let you know that we are broadcasting live from the TireAct.com studios, TireAct.com. We'll help you get there with unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tireact.com, the way tire buying should be. So we had a pair of Thursday night NFL preseason games, and we've talked about this a little bit over the last two nights since we've been filming in for Ben. Eh, preseason football for me is sometimes interesting, sometimes not so much. But to me, uh, what was interesting about tonight, other than one of the top drafted quarterbacks making his NFL debut of sorts, is that this is the kickoff of a full slate of preseason games. We had the Hall of Fame game the other day, or the other week in Canton, Ohio. Uh, But we've got, we had the two games tonight. We've got six games coming up on Friday, six more games on Saturday, and two more on Sunday. So it's, to me, this signifies that we are actually getting close to the real football season in the NFL, and, and that obviously is exciting.
5: Yes, we are getting closer. This is like the um, the souped-up version of pitchers and catchers reporting, Eddie. You know how some uh, baseball fans, they get all excited, springs around the corner, they go, oh, pitchers and catchers. We get um, actual games. We get to see some of the starters, some, and we get to see some of the rookies. Like you mentioned, C.J. Stroud looking terrible, but uh, interesting. Nevertheless, to see him out there for the first time in his Texans threads.
4: Yeah, and and you know the, the debate is how much are you actually going to take away from his performance? And I, you know, if he would have lit the world on fire, eh, might have uh, been impressive. And you think, all right, nice first step for this young guy, talented kid, number two overall pick. Uh, that wasn't the case, um, and he did not look good. But I'm, I don't know if I'm going to take how much I'm going to take out of it. But it is what it is. He wasn't good. Uh, he got two series. They did not pick up an offensive first down. I think they got one on a roughing the, the passer call. Uh, two of four passing, 13 yards. He got sacked, 15-yard uh, loss, and then right after that, on a third and long, forced the ball into coverage that uh, had no chance of being completed. An awful decision. I don't care if it's preseason football, high school football. Just a terrible decision. And then that was it for him. He's out of the game. So not a great start. I know the... First-year head coach D'Amico Ryans, who was obviously coaching his first NFL game of sorts. We know these aren't real games. They don't really count. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, he had said going into the game, "What do you, he was asked, what do you want to see from C.J. Stroud? he said, I don't want to see him blink. Well, I think he might have blinked a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not really the start you want to see. It, w- it was bad. It was bad. It's not disastrous. It doesn't mean he can't play in the league. But it was a very ugly first step for him.
5: I think it'd be funny if he was asked after the game, what were you hoping to see? And he said, not that. Not that is what I was hoping to see. But look, man, it's uh, it's a process. And we said this, or I said it before the preseason game, is just look at the talent disparity. Look at the talent that he had around him at Ohio State and the lack of talent he has around him with the Houston Texans. So it's going to take a while for him to get used to the talent that he has around him. And um, you saw that a a bit on display. So it'd be knee-jerk to be like, oh, did you see the interception? He's going to stink. I just think that if you think about this logically, Eddie, you think about just the wide receivers that he left. If you look at 2021 at Ohio State, he had as his main receivers Chris Alave, Garrett Wilson, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So Jackson Smith and Jigbo was just the 20th overall pick. He's a rookie with the Seahawks. Last year, you had Chris Olave play great for the Saints. You had Garrett Wilson. He was the offensive rookie of the year with the Jets. Like, those guys went 10th and 11th in the draft. Jackson Smith and Jigbo, like I said, 20th overall pick. And then last year at Ohio State, he had Marvin Harrison Jr., who might be a top three pick, and Amika Abuka, who's probably going to be a first-round pick also. He literally had five first-round guys. He doesn't have that. That would be like the Texans saying, all right, we're going to need the third overall pick for Marvin Harrison Jr. We're going to need 10th overall for Olave, 11th overall for Wilson, 20th overall for Smith and Jigba, and uh, maybe a lower first-rounder for Abuka. That's just insane. That's what he left. So where he's at, it's culture shock right now. And then you add to it, trying to get up to speed on the NFL level. It's going to be very bumpy this first year, no doubt about it.
4: Well, the offensive line certainly didn't help him as well. Um, but, I look, is it too early to uh, to question a head coach? Because if I'm D'Amico Ryans, I'm not taking him out of the game until he does something positive that he can feel good about. Yeah, I mean, that performance was awful. It, I mean, like I said, no first downs offensively. He takes a sack. All right, maybe you don't want to force the ball downfield and throw an interception, but you'd prefer that he throw the ball away. And now you're in a third and very long, and he throws a pass that, again, at any level of football is a terrible decision. And uh, there's there was zero chance of that pass to be completed. But if, I, if I'm Miko Ryan's, I'm like, okay, let's get – maybe we went into the game and said we're going to script him a couple series, whatever. I'm going to change it up. I want him to at least leave the game having gotten a first down. I, I don't – you know play him one more series and see how it goes I just thought there's no need to take him out after that give him something to feel better about give him something so when he breaks down film they can say okay that is an example of what we want to see there really was no good examples that he put on display in that that performance
5: yeah I like what you're thinking and CJ Stroud after the game he talked about getting pulled and he said it's tough I mean the competitor in me was like coach let me go back out there let me fix my wrongdoings and and he didn't get that opportunity. Of course, that could have backfired if he went out there and threw another pick, you know. Uh, but I hear you. I think that it makes sense to put him out there again. Look, man, it's just going to be a process. Now you have to wonder, after tonight's performance, is he going to start in week one? Because it certainly didn't help his chances to do that. So I'm curious what they will end up doing. And also, you look at Anthony Richardson, the Colts quarterback. He'll start on Saturday against the Bills. So, look, man, there's a lot riding on these rookies in terms of playing well and putting their coaches at ease, the front offices at ease, and thinking, yeah, we feel confident starting them in week one. C.J. Stroud didn't take a step in that direction tonight. He didn't.
4: And people might forget, because it hasn't been that long, we only have three preseason games now. It's not the four, so the runway isn't quite as long as it used to be, right, for rookies to get in there and get some more reps. So it, it's going to come pretty quick. It's going to be time to make a decision on who's going to get to play. And, unfortunately, for C.J. Stroud, it wasn't a great first step, uh, obviously. The Texans did beat the Patriots, for what that's worth, 20-9. to nine. Mac Jones did not play for New England. And then the second game, uh, we had no starting quarterbacks appearing in this one. Vikings against the Seahawks. Seattle gets the 24-13 win. No Kirk Cousins for Minnesota. No Geno Smith. For sale. So I don't know if there was too much to take away from that one, if there was anything that you wanted to mention as far as that game goes. But I think clearly C.J. Stroud and his first step and unfortunately for him, not a great first step was kind of the big takeaway from the night.
5: Well, I know we'll get to gambling later in the show with Phil Mickelson and <laughs> yeah. Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah. For what it's worth, I did hit my hey. first half over in the uh, Viking Seahawks game right there if you're well, curious about. Well, that's certainly
4: that. positive. We did uh we did have uh, Poppy call in to yesterday's show. That's right. And to the surprise of no one, he uh, got his pick wrong. He had yeah. the over uh and uh, the, the total was 29. Texans Patriots and he I it was uh, I think he's what was the over under was 30 something, I believe.
5: Yeah, he said it was Around thirty nine or so, I yeah, want to say when little, he I think called it. was a little in. high, but it was a little re- Regardless,
4: <laughs> hard to believe Poppy not did there. not have his facts straight. That is shocking. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he's going to be very surprised that the uh, Bill O'Reilly offense did not do that's right better with C.J. Stroud <laughs> at quarterback there. But uh, yeah, I'm glad.
5: surprised O'Reilly didn't let him have another series there. Yeah,
4: yeah, do it live. Uh, get him get him out there another series for sure. Uh, so we did Doing have live. we had a lot of talent on display though. Uh, in in tonight's game, we had three of the top five picks in this year's draft in action. Yeah. Uh, Will Anderson, as bad as you know C.J. Stroud was, I thought Will Anderson, the the edge rusher right out of Alabama, the uh, second first round pick for the Texans, uh, third overall pick. I thought he had a nice game. How about this? Your first NFL game. I know it's not a real game, but your first preseason game. You're getting double teamed on the opening yeah. series. How's that for respect?
5: That's a lot of respect right there, for sure. And you ever have these opinions, Eddie, that you believe, but you're like, this could backfire. That's how I feel about Will Anderson Jr. My stance on him is he could be a very good NFL player, and the Texans obviously need him to be. But I hate that move by the Texans where you move up. I think they moved up from 13th to 3. They traded a bunch of draft capital to get Will Anderson Jr., And when you have C.J. Stroud, who again left a who's who stable of wide receivers at Ohio State, and you trade all this draft capital to get Will Anderson Jr., who might be really good, but you got to surround C.J. Stroud with what he's used to. He's used to top-end wide receivers, like top picks in the first round type talent. And you go out and you trade all that draft capital, they don't have a first-rounder next year. They could have potentially used that to get his old teammate, Marvin Harrison Jr. And instead you get Will Anderson Jr.? I just don't think you set up C.J. Stroud for success, and it's completely different than what he's been used to. So Will Anderson Jr. is going to have to be an absolute baller for that deal to work out because you're shortchanging C.J. Stroud from the wide receiver talent he's used to.
4: Some of the other big names, the young players that made their debuts uh, we you talked about it yesterday, John Mechie, the the wide receiver out of Alabama, coming back from cancer. That's yeah. a great story. He did have a catch for five yards, and Jackson Smith and Jigba for the Seahawks had three catches for twenty five yards. So some good young talent getting their fr- their first steps or feet wet uh, in the National Football League with a couple of preseason games. Yeah, and a night. Drew
5: Lock sighting. Drew Locke was yeah. in there Coop, forever. One of Coop's favorite all time <laughs> players. That's loves, right, he loves, loves him Drew Locke. some Drew Lock. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: the other, you know, we talk about this is kind of the start of getting ready for the NFL season. Uh, something new for me, I watched this game on YouTube TV, right? That's a, oh, yeah. that's a thing now this season. If you were a former direct TV user like myself and you had the Sunday ticket, you now had to, if you wanted to continue to get the Sunday ticket, become a YouTube TV guy and do the, do the cord cutting thing. Uh, so I did that watching the NFL Network. This is the first time I, I watched a, a football game using that. So that's something that's a little bit different going forward. Did you like it? I was fine. I mean, I didn't notice any difference at all. To be honest with you, so yeah. I did, I, you know, had to had kind of log in. <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't even logged into it until now. To be uh-huh. honest with you, I, bu- I bought it. Remember, they had that deal. I think you get like a hundred dollars off if you uh-huh. if you, yeah, if you signed right. up a couple of months ago. So of course, as a like it's the sucker I am, I did that because I wanted to save a hundred dollars. Even though is probably... that deal gone now? Cause yeah, I forgot yeah. to do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gone now. Oh shoot, it might, it might be s- there might be a fifty dollars savings now. I don't
5: know, but I you know. hope so. I've had that online package for the last couple of years, and it's fine. Oh really? Yeah, like I had I... Di-
4: I had Directv for I don't know twenty years with the Sunday ticket.
5: Yeah. Uh, I'd prefer that. I'd prefer it to be on TV. And I don't know if you do it, Eddie, if you do like the eight box thing. Is that what you do for the early games? No, I
4: don't. I don't do that at all. I I pick a game. I I stick with it for the most part until there's reason to flip around, you know, when the games get later in the fourth quarter and maybe there's something interesting going on, then I'll start flipping around. But I don't I don't try and watch. I guess my attention span isn't that good. Yeah. I, can't, I can't watch all those those things like that. Interesting. Yeah.
5: I could uh, top out, because it was DirecTV online, you can top out with four screens on your computer. You have four little boxes for the games. And then you could have like a tablet going, a phone going. So I could get about six. If I'm not going to the sports bar for the early games, I can get six and pay attention. You can flip around with the four. It's not bad, man. It's not the same as TV. You can't go back. You can't rewind uh so there are a couple of things that you don't have the same bells and whistles but not bad man i've had that online thing for a little while it's really not that bad
4: i heard justin cooper our executive producer chime in and say interesting you you, you like watching more than one game at the same time too like brian no for the morning
6: slate i just park it on red zone and that's pretty much what i watch unless the broncos are on in the morning and then I'm watching the Bronco game and switching to Red Zone during the commercials.
5: Or if they've been eliminated, and you just go to the mountains, right?
6: No, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I'd continue. Un- unlike unlike other sports, when uh, when the Broncos are eliminated, I for some reason continue to watch every single game.
4: I'm like Ben. I think Ben said he's his own Red Zone channel.
6: I, I, that's that's me. I.
4: I like I said, I'll, I'll pick one game. Like there if there's you go. A, yeah. If there's a clear game of the morning, then I'm going to pick that game, and then, like I said, as things develop, then I'll figure out. Okay, this game's getting more interesting. This an upset Bruinier. Let me flip back and forth between here and there. So I'm I'm kind of my own red zone. Champion. Well, Man, it, I'm
5: either at the sports bar. Um, I hate going to the sports bar. Oh, I love it. Ah. Uh, it's like it's like watching a tennis match if you've taken catnip. You know what I mean? And you're just looking at screen after screen after oh, screen. You're going. I, I crazy. gotta
4: focus on one thing. I can't. I can't be bouncing back and forth between things. Oh, I'm fine with
5: that. Or if I'm at home, it's a minimum of five games on minimum. I used to times. do
6: the sports bar thing before I lived on my own and was able to to get Sunday ticket on my own. But unlike Ben, Ben always complains about this. I actually I enjoy hearing the audio. I do too. I do. Yeah. The game oh, and yeah. and
4: also other people annoy me.
6: <laughs> other people annoy me i don't want to be annoyed i want
4: to focus i want to focus on the game real quick before we go to break brian the ball thing where where does that come from because i you've mentioned it many times we're gonna talk about ball yeah and for me <laughs> like when i hear someone say you know let's talk about ball i'm thinking baseball, baseball yes i play this, ball. I've had this argument no. with him before i'm huh? thinking even basketball i've never heard anyone talk about ball and have it mean football is that a midwestern thing or something
5: i'm not sure it it comes from one of my friends from back home in South Bend. Shout out to the Midwest and a guy named Colin Burns. So I did radio with this guy when I was first starting out in South Bend. And he would say that. He's like ready for ball. And I just it stuck, you know? And so I've always like referred to it. Ball. That's right. Doesn't it feel good? You got to like I'm dig into fan. it though, Eddie, uh-huh. you know?
4: I want to I'd rather you say pigskin. I'm not a fan of ball. No, just no. I'm sorry.
5: Man, that's that's unfortunate right there, because I feel it. I feel it in my bones over here. It's time for
4: ball. Uh, yes. It's a little disturbing on some level, anyway.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not meaning it that way, uh, but, Well, yeah. if you are, that's fine. Football, that's, yeah, not, yeah, sure.
4: All right, well, some listeners of this show have requested it, maybe even demanded it. For others, not so much. What am I talking about? That's next here on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You don't know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter.
0: that's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at slash with Amex.
7: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke free, spit free nicotine satisfaction. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at Zin.com slash find. That's com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
9: join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Simply follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller. But he's not in today, so you gotta follow Eddie, who is taking care of this show, at Eddie on Fox, along with Brian No. You can follow him at The No Show. You can follow Justin Cooper at A Bronco Fan and Sam at IowaSam99. I'm Monsi. You can follow me at Monty Bolaños. Your helping hand is appreciated. Now more blabbering with mr eddie garcia and brian no
4: thank you moncy
9: yeah we,
10: we got
4: a full crew here yeah we do tonight we got brian me moncy sam all here and all will be involved in the show in various capacities as we go forward the ben Maller show without ben Maller, is brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes building or uh, bundling easy and affordable Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, Brian, uh, some people have been asking for this for a while. Yeah. Uh, Other people, maybe not so much. But every time Ben Maller took some time off, which wasn't often, right? It isn't often. He has this phobia that if he leaves, that somehow that's going to convince management that we don't need him. And they'll replace him, uh, which is, I mean, he's done this for a long time. I guess he has his reasons. I always think it's its ridiculous, but uh, he has that. So when he takes time off, which is rare, people will always tweet at me, Eddie, why don't you do the show? Uh-huh. And my response is, well, because they don't ask me to do the show. <laughs> but they asked this time, uh, and I was more than happy to do it. Now, I've, you and I have done the last two shows together, and, and you've been driving. Now, I am driving the show. You know, bringing us in at of break, kind of picking the stories we're going to discuss a little bit, things like that. So it did take me back, though, to my days uh, in high school when I was learning how to drive. And I don't know how this was for you, Brian, but yeah, we did like driver's ed, which was like in a classroom, and they gave you like a little booklet to read. And then we had driver's training. Yeah. And I th- I'm i almost positive it was over the summer. And we went to like uh, a classroom, not at our school, like because it was over the summer, and we watched like some videos. And then we went out to the parking lot and there's a bunch of cars and they're like, we're going to drive. And they had a steering wheel on the driver's side and the passenger side and the, the okay. gas and the brake on the other side. So the the instructor could take over if he needed to. If there was some dangerous situation, you're going to run a stop sign. He could you know hit the brakes or whatever. And I had never driven a car before. And so I don't know, maybe that's typical, but I go out there and they're like, you're first. It was me and two other classmates and the instructor. And I get in the driver's side and I am terrified. I've never driven a car before. So off we go. We're driving down the road. He says, turn left, turn right, make a U-turn. I don't know how long it went on, maybe 10 minutes or so. And they says, okay, pull over. And then it was the other person's turn. So it, it went on and everything was great. But when I got done, I left the driver's seat, and the steering wheel was so wet with sweat. Oh man! The guy had to like wipe it off. With <laughs> I guess he had like some, some some tissue, some tissue or something, and so he had to wipe it off. And I remember it was, it was, it was embarrassing. But uh, I'm looking at my palms right now. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not not too. That's good. Not too sweaty. Not you were
5: freaked wet. out back then, man. Yeah. I uh, look at those hands. I had to do something similar where it was – you had to pass driver's ed or it was an actual course to get out there on the road. And I had a knee injury at the time. I had knee surgery. So I could do the written work, but I couldn't do the driving until later. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it. When I finally got on the road, I remember driving with some guy. And we came up to a blinking yellow light, and I just – freaked out i'm like shoot do i stop do i keep going maybe i should stop and so i started to slow down the guy's like what are you doing don't stop and i just started going again oh but, that's uh, always
4: a good idea to scream at the uh yeah, kid who's yeah. trying to learn how to drive really well done, calms, so.
5: calms you down i don't yeah. know if the steering wheel you know had to be wiped off <laughs> also or not but uh yeah that was his reaction to me stopping at the blinking yellow
4: so i i have I don't know, fantasize is the right word. I have had thoughts of, you know, what would I do with the show if I did do the show for Ben? And, my, and and look, you've filled in for Ben, others have filled in for Ben, and you guys all have your own style. One of the things I love about working at Fox Sports Radio is that the management here really lets you be creative and kind of do what yeah. you want to do. They don't really have – it's a pretty hands-off approach from what my experience has been. So. I always thought, I don't obviously want to copy Ben because that's his thing, but I also want to, you know, it's still the Ben Maller show. We're not doing the Eddie Garcia, Brian No show. We are doing the Ben Maller show with Eddie Garcia and Brian No. So there were some things that I might want to incorporate in. So we're going to do that a little bit in tonight's show. We are going to have Ask Ben, which is my favorite little Ben Maller bit that we do. We're going to do that in hour number three. And even though Ben's not here, it's a little weird to do Ask Ben when he's not here. We're going to keep it simple for Coop, who's going to be gathering the questions, hopefully, if people have, submit questions, we're going to keep doing the hashtag Ask Ben. So if you have a, a question for the crew, and we're going to do a little bit of an expanded one because we have multiple people here, uh, do the hashtag Ask Ben, and we'll do that in hour number three.
6: I dig it. That'll be fun. Do you Looking remember that. Do you remember when Jonas Knox uh, used to fill in what we would do instead of- uh...
4: Was it Ask ask Clown?
6: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
11: yeah. yeah.
4: Well, if you know Jonas, it it, I mean, it fits. It really does, and he and he relishes that. Um, and also we're gonna we're gonna take some calls, so we'll see if we get any of the uh the typical Maller militia people in. We've had Angry Bill has checked in the last two yeah. nights. Yeah. Uh, we had Cardiac Stanley check in, and God, I'm glad he's still alive. If you know that classic story where Ben almost killed him, and Coop saved his life. Uh, Cowboy <laughs> checked in, and uh, we did have Poppy as well. We mentioned him earlier. Yeah. His pick did not come through. I don't know if you will have the guts to call back in, uh, but we shall see. So that's a uh, little bit of the roadmap for, for tonight's show. Looking forward to that.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
11: Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation and you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well he's a mindfulness teacher a yoga instructor a life coach a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential and we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity but adversity in the lives of Well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
9: The Bucks are headed to New York to face the Knicks. The 76ers headed to Miami to face the Heat. The Celtics coming to L.A. taking on the Lakers. Luka and the Mavericks are headed to Phoenix taking on the Suns. And the Warriors will face the reigning champs, the Nuggets in Denver. Back to you guys.
5: Man, I'd be yeah. interested in that, Eddie, if, except for the NFL taking over Christmas Day. It's that's gonna, true. Yeah, I'm
9: going to be the only one watching the five NBA games that day.
4: Yeah. <laughs> You'll watch for us.
9: I'll right watch soon. for you, right. and I'll also watch NFL, but I'll definitely be the one person watching basketball.
4: And uh, that story you mentioned about Philip Rivers and the 49ers, we're going to definitely get into that. Oh, please uh, do. A little bit yeah. later
9: on. I loved it. I loved every second.
4: Uh, I mentioned we're going to take some callers, and I mentioned that we may see if any of the uh, Maller Militia legends check in. And I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but uh, we're going to do it. We're going to check in on a uh, legend of the Malin Militia. I hate to, you know, inflate his ego any more than it is. Mm-hmm. But um, let's go to Blind Scott on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Blind Scott. Are you going to tell me what a great job I'm doing?
10: Yeah. Hey, Eddie, thanks for taking my call. First time in a long time. You know, I- I'm really glad that you're driving the show here. Brian's carrying your water bottles here tonight. I think that's great. You know, one thing I know, like, when you do these shows, I listen to so much sports talk radio. You could literally use all your material up like in the first 10 minutes of the show if you're not careful. Ben so, did
4: that famously one time, Blind Scott. He's told that story before. His first solo show, he used all his material in hour one and he had nothing left for the next two hours.
10: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And speaking of Ben, I had this Eduardo Rodriguez take. Ben was calling him a loser and stuff, saying like he didn't want to go from Detroit to play for the Dodgers. I remember a guy that didn't want to go work in Boston radio. He got offered this like great uh. morning job in Boston, Boston radio. He didn't. He didn't take it. Oh, who you was know, that? Other, who was that? <laughs> some other radio loser. Oh, some
4: guy know. that's not uh, here. Okay.
10: I think he's up in Portland, Maine, right now, man. Right checking out all the goats and stuff up there. But hey, I wanted to talk about uh, the Patriots Stadium. They got this new lighthouse they built in the off season. It's like two hundred and twenty five feet uh, tall. It's like in one of the end zones. You can see Providence from the Lighthouse and Boston, and you can see uh, Foxborough, too. It it costs a lot of money, but there's also a quarterback controversy going on between Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. If if you follow this closely, because I'm in uh, close with the Boston media, uh, Mac Jones, he won't talk to Bailey Zappi. He won't acknowledge him. Bill Belichick hasn't named a starting quarterback yet. It's it's a it's a real competition. So it's kind of like the old. I know Brian knows a, a Dolphins fan. It's kind of like the old AJ Feely and um, AJ Feely and Jay Fielder competition. They didn't want Jay Fielder to play, so they brought AJ Feely. And I really don't think Matt Jones is Bill Belichick's guy. Bailey Zappi he he uh, he carries the water for Bill Belichick. He says all the right things. Matt Jones caused problems last year. I, I think the Patriots are only seven win team this year with Matt Jones. I, I think we're
4: going to have to go back to the draft after this year, and I'll, I'll take your comments off here. And I just want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Thank you, Blind. That was a, a legitimate yeah. sports talk call from Blind Scott. How about that? And he took a shot at Ben Maller, which was cool. I appreciate that. Ben is up in Maine. I don't know what he's doing up there. But when we had uh, Whippy Pie Blair on the other day, of course Ben was trying to cheat and get Blair to bet him twenty dollars that he would come see him, and Blair would, didn't didn't take the bait. But uh anyway no uh yeah we did not see mac jones bailey Zappi did get the start uh, he was he was okay i guess but uh i, I gotta tell you one of the great things about doing shows like this is that you never know what you're gonna hear i did not anticipate Man. hearing a jay fiedler aj feely uh quarterback controversy uh being brought up on the show that's that's special. i didn't either
5: you i know. didn't the knockdown drag out that was fiedler v feely uh, I, that is sort of the present-day Mac Jones versus Bailey Zappi. I don't think they're too far off, like that Fiedler-Feely heated competition. I didn't know that, though, Eddie. Is that true? Where I haven't Mac heard Jones that, that I, ho- I hope cold it is. Shoulder? Yeah. I hope it is. That's interesting. <laughs> I like that. I like who is that Mac
4: too. Jones not to talk to Bailey Zappi? What is he? I mean, come on.
5: Well, last season was the – who is Mac Jones to just be going ballistic on the sideline? when he's upset that they didn't throw the ball or they didn't call this play or what, that was a big thing last year too. Do
4: you think so, he said, Hey, I went to Alabama. <laughs>
5: I, I went to Alabama. I know about winning. I don't know. I'm not sure what, but it's, he seemed like a, just a, a little kid throwing a temper tantrum is what it felt like last season. But I'm hoping that he's giving Bailey the cold shoulder. You like if you're in a competition Like, what's the problem with trying to win the competition? It might get a little childish not talking at all, but I don't think you got to give another guy a roadmap to take your job. This is a competition at the end of the day.
4: You know, it's interesting. Um, You know, I've had a chance to work with a lot of different former NFL players over the years, and some of them uh, really take that to heart, and some of them don't. I remember James Washington, the former Dallas Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Defensive back talked about how he took Darren Woodson under his wing, basically to take his job at at, at some point. And I don't—he took pride in teaching him the game and telling him how to be a pro. And I thought that was very interesting. I know that—I mean, some guys. Uh, there's no obligation, I don't think. If you're, you know, we had the controversy way back when with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, right, about how you know I'm not going to take him under my wing. We we've seen that several times. Sure. It's not my job to coach him. That's the coach's job, but. Different players take that in different ways. Some guys embrace it. Some guys don't. It's just yeah. uh, individuals.
5: And it's not just a quarterback thing. It's uh, like you mentioned. You're talking about a safety position. I got to interview Marshall Falk. I was in Fresno. You're stomping grounds doing some radio. And i never forget, he told us, he was like, it's not my job to get Steven Jackson ready to take my role. <laughs> like, that was his thought on it. So, There are some guys that look at it very differently, and they might be more of a mentor. Think about Alex Smith with Patrick Mahomes. He was much more of a mentor and, you know, let him in and showed him the ropes and all those things. Some guys are willing. Some guys aren't. And I I really do understand both uh, approaches there.
4: Well, uh, we've got a story we've kind of touched on and teased a little bit coming up. Uh, Do we have another Pete Rose situation with a Hall of Famer, a different sport, We'll talk about it next on the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
9: If you listen for five good minutes, you know the Ben Maller Show is not for the squeamish or faint of heart. You're invited to join our secret society online. You'll get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on Facebook. It's just a few clicks away. Simply like our Ben Maller Show page on Facebook. Now more of the Maller Moonshine with Eddie Garcia and Brian No.
4: Welcome back to the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Eddie Garcia here, Brian no there. We are in for Ben Maller, and we've got a, I don't know, not really surprising, but sort of in some ways in the details, I guess, a gambling story coming up that a lot of people are talking about. We'll get into that in a minute. But I think it's only fair that we uh, we start the segment by going to our authority on gambling here on the Fox Sports Radio Network. Brian It's Poppy in San Diego. There we go. Poppy, what do you have to say for yourself about that uh, pick last night?
8: Hey, Eddie. Uh, Great show about the pick yesterday. You know, when I was doing Uber Eats, uh, you know, the customer came out there. I said the number, but I didn't say over, under, and I was like, oh, bad job on me. I think you said
4: over, Poppy. I think I heard you say over.
8: No, I, I did like the under about that one, but I didn't say it. But you know what? You're the host, so you are right. So I'm That's all like
4: in one hear. for the pick. All right. Yes. You, you, go ahead, bob you, you got a bad pick for us tonight?
8: Yeah, yeah, I got some picks for you guys. You know, I, I want to end the week strong for you guys. I know you want, love my picks, guys. There's a lot of soccer fans. We're gonna uh, uh, I'm going to give you my Poppy special. Well, Poppy special is we're going to win on this pick no matter what. And I'm loving tomorrow. Inter Miami with Messi. We're going to win. Messi, it's just, you know. That's what you gotta know. No way, you're picking inter Miami. That's a
6: bold pick, Poppy.
4: A bold <laughs> pick. <laughs> yeah,
8: well, we're picking Messi, and that's it. And uh, that's it, huh? You know, yeah, uh, Eddie, and uh and for Saturday, I'm gonna give you guys another uh, pick. Football, we're gonna go preseason. I love this game, the Eagles and the Ravens. Ravens have a, I believe, 23, 24 game winning streak preseason. I love Jim Harbaugh coaching all the guys <laughs> to win. Minus six, I don't care. Minus <laughs> seven, we're gonna win. Ravens. Another it's bold the only pick.
4: Another bold pick. Man, you are going out on a limb.
8: Yeah, and you know what? Giving save the best for last. I know there's some callers, they love the UFC picks. Cub Swanson is going to fight on the fight night. He's actually going to be fighting against Hakeem Kabul. Cub Swanson is plus 180. He went to Cathedral City High School with Poppy. I'm going with him, plus 180. He needs to win, or he's coming towards the end of his career. He must win, or else he's... I don't think he's going to fight no more. What do you guys think? What do you think?
4: I have no idea who, what you're talking about, but thank you, thank you, Poppy, for that call. Um, Cub Swans, thirty-nine years old. You, you're you're familiar I don't know with what you're this? About. I
5: just Googled him. Oh, okay. That's yeah. That's my, you know,
4: we met Poppy at a Maller meet and greet, and he could not have been nicer. And it was funny when he walked in, a lot of people gave him the side eye, and like, "Oh God, this guy." And he and he won everybody over. He really did. By the end of the night, everyone was like, "Hey, Poppy, it was great to meet you." What he makes for in knowledge, or what he doesn't have in knowledge, he right. makes up in enthusiasm. Because he really doesn't know anything about sports gambling. I mean, even I, who am not a sports gambler, know he knows nothing about sports gambling. But hey,
5: hey. Uh,
4: he's entertaining, and and like and we, as we say, take his, take the other way, you will win. Right. Just right,
5: fade him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Likeability goes a long way. And uh, yeah, we'll I, I like Eddie. I swear he took the over last night. He did. He's like, nah, yeah, I was taking the under, but that's okay. You guys Eh. are right, whatever. That was kind of a Mallard maneuver. (laughs) That was a Mallard (laughs) maneuver right
4: there. All right, so we've got this story uh, about Phil Mickelson. um, Now, you're you're a gambler. You're a bit of a sports wagerer. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's this guy, and he's, they say renowned professional gambler, Billy Walter. Do you know who this guy? Have you heard of this guy? No, I don't know. <laughs> well, he's Billy not very Walters, renowned, but... is he? They're yeah. All renowned. They're all It's like being a porn star. They're all stars? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, he's writing a book, and uh, when you write a book, you know how the script goes, Brian. You have to get something provocative to get people yeah. to talk about it, to buy the book, things like that. So he's, he's claiming that he was a former friend of Phil Nicholson, the Hall of Fame golfer, uh, he says that uh, Lefty bet more than a billion dollars mm. on football, basketball, and baseball over three decades. He lost around $100 million. And the big, the big nugget out of this, though, is that he claims that Phil Mickelson, through Walters, tried to place a $400,000 bet on Team USA in the 2012 Ryder Cup, in which Mickelson participated in, which is obviously a no-no. Uh, Mickelson came out and denied that uh, on social media, said that he never, never did that. Now, Mickelson has claimed, uh, not claimed, he has admitted that he has had a serious gambling problem in the past. This is well known. And this guy, Billy Walters, definitely has an axe to grind with Phil because he went to prison. And I guess he felt that if Phil Mickelson had testified truthfully in this money laundering scheme that he would have avoided prison. So he not only wants to make money off a book, he, he has an axe to grind. That being said... This is the, are you, I believe this. I believe that a billion dollars is a lot, but Phil Mickelson, as Patrick Greenwood said, we, we make a lot of money, but we spend a lot of money. So
5: I think it's in the ballpark of being right. Whether it's down to the dollars and cents, it's gotta be in the ballpark. I just love this though, Eddie. So the book is titled gambler secrets from a life of risk. And then according to Walters, when Phil was trying to make that bet on the Ryder cup, walters is like have you lost your bleep in mind don't you remember what happened to pete rose you're the modern day arnold palmer uh, arnold Bomber. don't do this that type of thing and so let me get this straight this guy is from a life of risk and then he's like no no don't do it don't take the risk here phil i, I don't know if that's all true
4: yeah i i uh i, I think you got to take the sores with a grain of salt but uh an interesting story nonetheless hey as a hall of fame nfl coach in the hot seat i say no we'll talk about it next
1: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
9: I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started the Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters.
7: I'm Salaya Mosin.
1: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.